Welcome back to episode 20 of The Fade. Wow, knocked down 20 episodes already. It's been a ride, huh, Steve? Yeah, it has, dude. I was just thinking that earlier when I was making the chat room. I can't believe it's already been 20 weeks. Yeah, that's what I mean. It's been a, it went quick, dude. And there's been episodes that we've done more episodes. I'd say probably over 100 combined with us, the uh, baseline, ringside. Yeah, we're going to be close for sure. You know, and then a few uh, special episodes and uh, the David Pindell interview. So it's been it's been consistent and been a good ride so far. And hopefully we can get 20 more banged out and keep it going. Yeah. Yeah, man. We're probably pushing at least 60. Yeah, and definitely. All together, so um, we're going to get right into it with um, the 50 year option pickups. We're just going to give you a little bit of our surprises. I want my my non-surprise was and most people are like wow i can't believe it i'm not surprised that washington did not pick chase young's contract up i mean he won defensive rookie of the year he was an absolute stud nine and a half sacks his defensive uh rookie of the year campaign season he started off when he versed philly one and a half sacks so everyone's like damn this kid is gonna Mm -hmm. be a problem um in the last in the last three years, he's played 27 games, and I think in the last two years, it was eight games. This guy is injury-prone, but when he is on the field, he's a force to be reckoned with. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, dude, that just shows it's going to show his career on a downward spiral. I can see them dealing him and trading him in the offseason, this offseason, and, or in training camp. I wouldn't be surprised to see that. How about you, Steve? Yeah, same, man. And I definitely think this is a money issue with him because, like you said, he's super injury prone and it's not worth paying a guy like that in the long run. You know what I mean? A guy that's only going to play six games a season max, it's not worth paying a big contract because, you know, Chase Young's going to want that money. He was a huge prospect. And like you said, he's a force to be reckoned with when he's on the field. But in my opinion, I think it's smart to not um, pick up that fifth year option on Young. It might be surprising to some people, but I think he's super injury prone and it's not worth paying a guy like that. Yeah, they would have had to pay him 17 point and a half mil. You know, I don't, like you said, a guy was going to play. Yeah, you know what I mean? And that's what, like, these DNs are getting in the 2023 20, range now, you know, with TJ Watt and stuff. Would a guy like Chase Young, yeah, you know, he's a dominant force, but dude, how. How much are you going to have him on the field? And that's the issue there is he was a problem, and that's the thing, was. He's not a problem anymore. He played – Um, I know he was coming off the ACL injury, and he played the final, like, three games when they were making that final playoff push. Again, dude, when he was on, he did not look good at all. You know, he, he looks like he lost a step. Um, Off of Chase Young, though, I mean, I'm glad he's out of the NFC East if he is healthy, but off Chase Young, I know your boy, you weren't surprised by this with no means, Joey B, Joe Shiesty. Second best QB in the league, hands down. Mm-hmm. Same thing with Herbert too, man. Like Herbert, you can tell that that's their guy long-term. I mean, he's setting passing records for them. I mean, he's throwing for 4,000 yards a season and he's doing it very quick too. So that's your kid. I mean, that's your guy in the long term, you know what I mean? He's going to be there for a long time, if not his entire career, I think, Justin Herbert. He's an absolute monster. If Joe Burrow wasn't in that draft class, he would have went number one 100%. It's just shysty, you know what I mean? You got to take him, dude. He's Shiesty's another force to be reckoned with, man. I think you can make a case that he is the best quarterback in the league, but I don't think he is. I think Mahomes is just on a, another level than anybody else, but 
Uh, Burrow is definitely up there, and I definitely think he's going to be another one that's an MVP candidate this year because he's making it to championships every year. Man, he made it to a Super Bowl already. He's doing so much for the Bengals, man. He's another one that's going to be there long term, if not his entire career. Yeah, I I really do. Obviously, Herbert and Burrow were definitely no-brainers, you know. They're your quarterback for the future of the team. Burrow is going to, in my eyes, definitely become the highest-paid quarterback in the NFL. I mean, seeing Lamar get paid this, don't get me wrong, Lamar's electric on the field. But, I mean, dude, the money he's making to not really get you out of the first round of the playoffs and to abandon your team. And just the negotiation process, he was became very, really stubborn throughout it. Uh, I I didn't like the signing, but again, when you know you have your guy there and he fits your system, you're going to want Lamar, and now you got him, his guys. Um, with Burrow, dude, turning the organization around when since he was in the dumps for so long, uh, they, I mean, when they had Carson Palmer, Andy Dalton, they weren't winning playoff games. You know, they were maybe inching into the wild card, but they weren't getting the playoff wins. They got Burrow with the first overall pick in his rookie season. He was on fire, man. And then it ended up, he ended up tearing his ACL. And everyone was like, wow, you know, this is going to be a big hump to get over. Is he going to ever come back the same? Because a lot of quarterbacks don't when they tear their ACL. And he came back and tore it up. Came back better. Yeah, and you have him to where um, the AFC is stacked. You want your quarterback, and you have, I mean, Jamar Chase is going to get paid. I don't know what they're going to do with T. Higgins. I would assume he's either going to walk in free agency because they're going to need the money for Burrow, and you need the money to surround him with linemen. And, I mean, then you have Tyler Boyd to where you can just start paying him lower. Mm-hmm. Money, but Chase That's is so productive. Yeah, Chase definitely though needs to get paid, you know, and 100%. and Burrow is now surpassed. Like they're like, oh well, who's the two top guys in the AFC? And it was always Mahomes, Allen, Burrow, you know. And now I think, without being stated, it is now Mahomes and arguably Mahomes or Burrow as that number one and two guy. You know, it could go either way. I think Burrow could have easily, you know, made it to the Super Bowl. It's just a hard. He's going to have to take those lumps. Yeah, you know? so hard, man. We're all the talent. That's It's so much better than the NFC. It really is so much better. Like, all the talent that's, that's in the AFC, it's so much harder to make a Super Bowl than it is, like, for the Eagles, honestly. Yeah, yeah. I mean, when, you know, arguably Jalen Hurts now is the top quarterback in the NFC, I don't know who else he'd put with him. I'd say, you know, honorable mention, maybe Dak. But, I mean, Dak's not really living up to – and that's not me being a biased Eagles fan. It's just, you know, Dak just, is really, thinking of a quarterback that you could put on his level. As yeah, and I, and I mean, Dak's been in the league. He's paid already. He's been yeah. in there. He got drafted the same year as Carson Wentz. And he's not really leading them to success. He led the league in interceptions last season. Although, like Dylan would say, is most of them weren't his fault. But at the same time, still not getting a job done where, you know, Hurts, this was his – second season as a as a legitimate starter you know what i mean his first season he came off the bench made playoff yeah after like week nine you know so this is a second season actually legitimately starting and the progression was there and it's to where we like to talk about how this league is um a quarterback run now league like you want that a dual threat 
running quarterback and and Hurts also shown he can sling the ball, you know, and absolutely. Just, and I love it because Howie knows how to do these things. We talk about Howie all the time. I don't know how he ended up getting this contract to where it's so flexible for the team, but I mean, I'm loving it. Um, with Herbert, obviously, that's a no-brainer. Uh, this guy, you know, they're saying Keenan Allen's on his back leg. They just picked him up, Quentin Johnston. Huge pickup. Mike Williams, it seems like he can't stay healthy, but with Herbert not having these guys fully healthy, that's on paper every offseason they look like they're a team that to beat. But then, you know, it's they're not just staying healthy. Rashawn Slater, their left tackle, he was out the whole season last year. It, it needs to be done to where, you know, you need these guys healthy. I wish they'd pay Austin Eckler. That's a top two, three running back in the league. Definitely. I think he's going to end up getting traded, man. Yeah, yeah. For yeah, sure. They're not they're not showing his worth. Like, they're not giving him they what don't. he deserves. They don't. Led the league in touchdowns, man, last year. Yeah. Not the season that advanced the year past the year before. Mm, top but, fantasy guy, yeah. dude. He's having this guy's having a hundred receptions as a running back. That's like, insane. Yeah. It's yeah. it's ridiculous that they don't go and pay this guy. Yeah, I think that's ridiculous, dude. But then again, they do I think it's just about making money for Justin Herbert because you never know. Justin Herbert could also be another one that could be the highest paid quarterback in NFL history. It's going to be one of them. It's going to be Burrow or it's going to be Herbert. Honestly, it is. And I think they're just worried about making room for their guy as of now because you never – like how we talk about running backs burning out um, when they get into their high 20s. Eckler's going to start getting to that age soon where he's going to start burning out, and it might not be wise to extend him to a four-year extension big money like he wants. You know what I mean? When you're trying to make um, – room for your quarterback that's like I said arguably going to be the highest paid quarterback of all time very soon so I think it's just uh they have weapons all over man and I think it, this is how Philly's going to end up in a couple years when all of our guys contracts start running out it's just going to be who is going to pay and who's going to who is not her I don't even know I should word who's, it who, who's Philly willing to pay yeah who, like, who do Philly look at as long-term assets yeah exactly and it's like Say like Devontae, like how we were talking about T. Higgins, that's going to be Devontae Smith in a couple years, man. It's sad to say, but I don't think Philly's going to end up paying Smith because now we have all these guys that we're going to have to start making room for. We got to make money to pay some of these big weapons. Like we talked about Carter last week. Um, he just got a fully guaranteed contract, but in a couple years coming, man, if he lives up to par, he's going to want that big money. Like you know how I mean? Dexter Lawrence and stuff. Like yeah, like Dexter all Lawrence. the time, bro. With um the NFL, it's the pay keeps going up as it, as the NFL keeps growing revenue. The money keeps going up for these guys. Like Dexter Lawrence just became the third highest paid D tackle, making twenty three and a half. You know, what guys like and I, I think they're gonna go and choose ultimately Carter over paying Jordan Davis in the long run. Um, with with um going back then to uh Eckler and the Chargers. It's also coming down to where you got these guys on defense, Derwin James, you know, uh, J.C. Um, ja- I think it's J.C. Jackson, and then you have uh, Asante Samuel Jr. You got these guys, dude, all over that. They're gonna need to be paid. Joey Bosa, you know, like these guys. They were are- lucky to get the Derwin James contract on when they did. Yeah, yeah, because he would have asked for a hell of a lot more. Way money more. Too. Seeing Way what these- more. 
seeing what these safeties are making now. And he's I mean, arguably he, the best in the league. Oh, definitely. Yeah, if I not, you, I don't even think you could argue that anybody's better as of right mm-hmm. now. I think it just is Derwin James, to be yeah. honest. I like your take, though, with Eckler, how, um, you know, that is a smart thing to where, you know, like um, even Dylan said this before, is these running backs do start burning out. And you can find quality, quality. That's the thing is quality running backs in your later rounds of the draft and quality running backs. Like look at Jarek McKinnon with the Chiefs now. Yeah. Everyone thought he was done for, you know, uh, he ha- got paid after he left Minnesota was paid in San Fran and just always was injury prone. The Chiefs took a chance on him, and now, look, they don't even got to pay these guys. Like, they just – I wasn't surprised when they turned down Clyde Edwards-Alaire's option because they don't need three running backs. You know, they have that Pacheco kid. He's going to be there for a couple years. What what has Edwards-Alaire done? Yeah. He was arguably the best – he was supposed to be the best running back in his draft class coming out of LSU, and he didn't live up to par at all. He had a decent rookie season. That's it. Mm. That's and they it. only would have had to pay him five, five and a half mil. But that's the thing is, is the Chiefs are also looking for other weapons. Like they know that they need weapons for Mahomes. Mahomes' contract benefits them too. It's ten years down the line. You know, yeah. uh, Kelsey. I don't know when his contract's up. I would say probably within the next year or two, and he's going to keep becoming the highest paid. Yeah, every, yeah, every year it's going to be Kelsey is the highest paid, you know. I mean, and I mean, you need these guys on defense, you know, you got to start paying the rookies like Trent McDuffie when it comes up. All these guys are going to need money, and yeah, running backs do slowly burn out. Uh, my nervous, my, what I'm nervous about is I enjoy how Howie Roseman makes these trades for guys that are on their final years of their contract but it doesn't really pan out the following year, you know, because these guys really do come into Philly, man, and tear it up. And then it's like, wow, you know, we didn't expect that. Are they going to go in and pursue money elsewhere? You know, Swift hasn't really been the healthiest of guys, but it was also because before Jamal Williams came on is Swift was kind of the only guy there getting touches. And then, First two years, he was taking all the touches. Yeah, yeah. He was a top fantasy back, top Mm -hmm. back in the league as well. And, I mean, it's going to be a little – what I'm curious about is with Philly is how are you going to use him here? Because you have Penny, and people are saying right now that Penny's the best running back on our roster, even with Swift there. Um, I don't think think so. I'm very high on Swift. I'm mad, yeah. So am I. I'm, but I think though, with Philly is they. I think they they're gonna take into consideration what happened with Miles Sanders, and they're like, oh, if we just used Miles Sanders how we used to and did the three running back system, he wouldn't have went and asked for this much money. Yeah, I can see them doing this going back to the three running back system with Swift, and really seeing that, and you know, have him get signed before they are like, all right, now we'll use you as the main guy. And that's what I'd hope for too. I yeah, I mean, I definitely would hope for that for sure. I would love that, but I think how it's going to turn out is Swift's going to be not the every down back, but he's going to get most of the carries, and then Rashad Penny's going to be the goal line back, and he's going to be the the third down back too because he's a power back. You know what I mean? Short yardage. Swift's only twenty four. I like to pick up, like you said, but I also don't like it because he's on his last year of his contract. But he could end up taking less money to stick around than Philly did because he's from Philly. Yeah. You know what I mean? He might want to end up sticking around being near his family and shit. So 
that I mean, I hope he does go off. You know what I mean? Because oh, then it's a team friendly deal. It would be so great to have a um a great running back behind Jalen Hurts yeah. and this old line that we have right now for the next coming years until Jason Kelsey retires at least. Mm-hmm. Um yeah. yeah, I like that. I like that take too. Cause you want him to ball out, bro. You know what I mean? Even even if he balls out for a year, I'd much rather have the best team that you can go in that Sirianni can throw whoever in there and make sure we're the best team. And dude, he ain't hesitant to pull these trades. You know, like like we're saying about uh me and you are talking about now, Patrick Queen. You know, that didn't it surprised me a little bit that they didn't pick him up because, you know, he hasn't missed a game in his three years. He has 321 tackles in the past three seasons. He had five as a as a middle linebacker to have five sacks last season is insane and two picks as well. But then they just made um, Roquan Smith the highest paid linebacker. So mm-hmm. you're not going to pay two middle linebackers. Yeah, I was very surprised they didn't even pick up his option to keep him around next season as well. But it's again, dude, Lamar, you kind of screwed them over with doing this deal. And I mean, because now you can't pay both sides of the ball. I yeah yeah I definitely agree with you there and I had that written down too. Um, I think it's definitely a money issue that they didn't pick up Patrick Queen for his fifth year option because they just made Lamar the highest paid quarterback ever. You know what I mean? You also just paid OBJ eighteen mil for a year. You don't know what he's gonna do. He's coming off an injury too, so it's like you don't have this money to toss around. Like you said too, they made Roquan the highest paid linebacker. You're not going to pay two middle linebackers. You know what I mean? You have to cut ties with somebody here. It's going to have to be one of your stars. Why not be Patrick Queen when you have Roquan? Yeah. yeah. I mean, it's sad to say because Patrick Queen really is good, and I hope Philly ends up taking him. I really do because I like him, and we need yeah. a good – I mean, we have – I think I think N'Kobe Dean's going to end up stepping up. That's why I would, feel bad for N'Kobe too, bro. Like, yeah. It's, all, it's like he's supposed to get his chance, and then he's hearing these trade rumors. But it's almost like there's always somebody better. You know what I mean? You can step in. Like, it just seems like there's always somebody on the market that you could pick up for kind of cheap that can be better than Kobe Dean. Because he really screwed his his shoulder up, man, when he was – that's why he fell so low in the draft. Mm -hmm. Um, But I really like Kobe Dean, and I've always been super high on him. I hope he does get his chance in Philly. But it would be nice to have somebody like Patrick Queen to pass some knowledge off to him because he's obviously been successful in the NFL. Yeah, and we lost uh, Kazir White, and I think we lost. Yeah, we lost T.J. Edwards to Chicago. So I mean, dude, they used both um, Edwards and Kazir White. I honestly and, didn't like Kazir White, though, man. He was good. He was a good. Um, he was a good pass coverage. That's why yeah. they picked him up, anyways, because they knew Phil with Philly. We always that was sucked with us is we always got eaten alive by tight ends. It, even know. even That's back, why we need a good middle linebacker. Even back in the day when Washington had Jordan Reed, Jordan Reed wasn't really that good of a – I mean, he was, but he wasn't, like, a great. But against Philly, he always tore it up. Yeah, and, I mean, I mean, Witten, dude, Dalton Schultz, he always tore it up against us. You know, it's just we need – like, Patrick Queen's another guy, dude, who can play both sides of the field. He He's fast, bro. He's uh, – I mean, and consistent, dude. He hasn't missed a game in three in his three seasons. I, I wouldn't I wouldn't go as far to say as Philly doesn't make a trade, you know. If, if they're really trying to get them, them off their uh, – Baltimore's trying to get them off their hands, I mean, Philly loves that to where even then they can go and franchise tag them. 
I'd like to see Nicobe Dean. Another guy, dude, that I would keep in the back of um, – like I would love to have in Philly, and this is crazy that I was so surprised they didn't pick him up because I really think now, dude, that Arizona's tanking is Isaiah Simmons. He's another guy, dude, hasn't missed a game. 258 tackles in three years. Last, he had uh, seven and a half sacks and four picks in three years. This guy's a hybrid. He was drafted out uh, out of college as a safety, and they moved him to linebacker because they had Buda Baker. I'm wondering, too, what's going to happen with Buda Baker here. You know, know. but Isaiah Simmons, he's another guy that Arizona's trying to get draft capital next season. Don't be surprised if they go and get rid of Buda Baker and Isaiah Simmons. And also, I mean, now we we know D-Hop, he's returning to Arizona. It didn't work out. No teams really wanted him for their asking price. I wouldn't be surprised, too, right there if Arizona goes and lets D-Hop off for anywhere from a fifth to a seventh round just to get him off their hands and you know, get draft capital. You know who I wouldn't be surprised if gets picked up by Philly? And I think this is honestly my most surprising um, that didn't get picked up on their fifth-year option. Defensively, Jordan Brooks, man, had a hundred Seattle. Dude, Jordan Brooks had 103 solo tackles. He was tied for third in the league. He didn't really do much else, but he had a ton of tackles, man. Why not pick his fifth-year option up? You know what I mean? He's not going to be a ton of money. Yeah. That was my – I was so surprised when I see that they didn't pick up Jordan Brooks' fifth-year option. I hope Philly trades for him because he's a tackle machine. Yeah. And behind that D-line, D man, he's going to eat – he will eat people alive in Philly. Yeah, I'm wondering what happened because, I mean, dude, he he's a top, like, 10 linebacker in the league. And like you said, he had 103 solo tackles. And, you, dude, Seattle needs help on defense. You know what I mean? That's another thing is, I mean, they loaded up with getting corners and stuff with Devin Witherspoon. But, I mean, I would say, dude, Jordan Brooks, this is, again, dude, uh, declining these options has to be about the money. You know, DK getting paid. Or he got paid, right? Yeah, he got extended. Yeah, DK got paid, and then I mean, Gino just got his extension. I think again with these, I mean, I wouldn't have extended Gino necessarily for three years. No, but, I mean, man, then you had to get him. You had to though. Like that's the thing is you had to because he's been in the system. He had a great season last year. It's it, I'm, I mean, I like how they picked up uh, Smith and Jigba. They're getting him weapons. But yeah, the Jordan Brooks thing, yeah, that's a, it really did surprise me too because he's a great defensive player, you know, and and that's what Seattle needs is de, is defensive guys, you know. You have your D backs now, and you have Quandre Diggs back there too, and I'm dude, I don't know what their problem is. I think get rid of Jamal Adams. You know what, dude? You know why I didn't think of this actually? I forgot this happened. I didn't mean to cut you off. You know why they probably didn't pick his fifth year up? Because Bobby Wagner's back in Seattle. Yeah. I yeah. forgot about that. Yeah, that's that yeah. Why. Yeah, def it definitely is actually. Yeah, mm -hmm. that's a good take on that. But I mean, I how long did Bobby Wagner really have? Yeah, exactly. I think they only got it. I'm pretty sure they only have him for one year. So yeah, why not like pick a, up Jordan's fifth year option? Yeah, it was it was I think it was a cheap deal too. I think it was only I I don't even think it exceeded ten mil with uh, Yeah, he just wanted to come home. Yeah, and I think this is his um I think he's going to end up retiring after this season or he's going to keep doing – I mean, dude, Bobby Wagner still can play. You Absolutely. Know, can still 100%. Play. And you don't see really with linebackers the longevity. 
You know, you see linebackers, bro. They people give up on linebackers after a couple years. You know, I I mean, when's the last time you seen a linebacker go this long besides like Ray Lewis and stuff? So, and uh, I, mean, I think uh, I think you mainly call like when you talk about field generals. I think you mainly talk about quarterbacks. Like when you talk about those type of guys, but on the defensive side of the ball, Bobby Wagner is a field general. Yeah. 100%. He is one of the most intelligent linebackers ever. And I say this all the time at Luke Keekley, also him too. When you talk about field generals on defense, those are my top two that I will always bring up at linebackers, Bobby Wagner and Luke Keekley. Some yeah. of the most intelligent linebackers ever, man. Really. When you think of field generals on the defensive side, that's really who you think yeah. of is a guy that, Knows a play like Luke Keekley was gifted, dude. There was mm-hmm. arguably he would have uh, – he's smart for what he did, knowing the concussions and stuff and the toll it takes on you. Uh, but, I mean, dude, how people were like, yo, when I'm calling these audibles and stuff or when we're coming out in these formations, Luke Keekley was knowing where we're running the ball, what play we're running. And, I mean, that's just sad. Uh, with Bobby Wagner, though, again, yeah, when you think of field general, I mean – when have you really heard of Bobby Wagner really getting hurt and missing a season? Mm-hmm. You know, I think well, he's having a, a shitty play even. You know what I mean? And when tell me play. this too is when, and that's a guy who's a team player is when the Rams sucked last season and they were tanking and there was nothing going for them. All their guys are missing. Bobby Wagner still went out there to play. Yeah. You know, that's, and he has my respect. I mean, it was. It's a good scenario, you know. He left her for one season, went to a division rival, bring him home. You know what I mean? And that's a guy who's known at in Seattle. People are so happy that he's back. He's a good veteran, but it does surprise me why. Why not pick up Jordan Brooks and have him then again line up with Bobby Wagner? But I think, oh, dude, you know what it is uh, now. Now they picked up uh, Devin Bush. From oh Pittsburgh. my god, that's right. Yeah, yeah, I forgot about that. They picked Third up Devin high. Bush too. So, but Devin Bush hasn't really been healthy, and he hasn't played up to par. But I mean, I guess, and Devin Bush when healthy is a really good linebacker. I think I would take. I think I would take Jordan Brooks's fifth year option over him too. Yeah, he's yeah, like you said, he hasn't been the healthiest. But like I think they look at they look at Bush and they're like, oh, we can keep this guy and get him cheaper than. Than Brooks, like Brooks yeah, probably yeah. would have ended up having to get a uh, anywhere from like a seventeen to twenty some million dollar contract at middle linebacker, and I don't think they're willing to pay that much money. And I'm I I think in the back of their head too, they're like, and another person who what I said is screwing them over with cap is both Quandre Diggs and Jamal Adams are both the highest paid or top uh, like seven to ten highest paid safeties in the league and. Jamal Adams isn't healthy. <laughs> I can't you know? stand Jamal Adams anymore. Yeah, I used to be so high on Jamal Adams when he was a yeah. Jet. And now it's just like that dude talks so much shit and doesn't do anything in games anymore. It's And is always hurt. It just blows my mind, man, how much he's changed. And Brandon Pupo is one that will always defend Jamal Adams and say how good he is, that he's the best yeah. safety in the league. He's not. I think he's a, I think he's a hybrid. Like wh- What I think about him is – is you throw him, and that's another reason why they're probably not going to pay Brooks is because of the money situation with Jamal and Quandre. Quandre Diggs is a great safety too. You know what I mean? They're smart for locking him down because he is a really good safety. I like Quandre Diggs. Very high on him. 
But Jamal Adams, again, I think they, they're not picking up Jordan Brooks because they know with Jamal Adams, eventually he'll probably still keep re-signing with Seattle. The money's going to drop because health concerns and stuff. But he's he plays more, though, dude, in the box. He's not really the safety that plays up top anymore. You know what I mean? So no, why I think, pay, why I pay think him when he plays good. down? He's like, good. He is good Like when he's on the field. It's just mm-hmm. like – how we were talking about Chase Young earlier. When is he on the field? You know what mm-hmm. I mean? I don't even think Chase Young had five tackles last season. And he's gonna yeah. and he's gonna ask for a ton of money. This yeah. like you know, it's just not worth it. It's not there's worth gonna it. There's gonna be a team to pay Chase Young. You know that, bro. There's a team out there that's there's just team, yeah, he's gonna get paid for sure. Yeah. Yeah. And it's gonna be like the same scenario how we're talking about Jamal. It's gonna be you're gonna lock this. You're gonna be so excited about bringing this dude in, and he's gonna be hurt all the time. You're gonna end up locking him down, and he's just gonna be hurt all the time. It sucks. You know, sense, with, but with Chase Young, where he would fit, and just because we do this, but I wouldn't want him, is he would fit in Philly. I don't think they would ever pick him up though. Now yeah, with no, the no. Josh Sweat. But he would fit in Philly, and why I say that is because, um, is because, dude, he literally is now. You need him as a D, a rotational DN. Like, don't have him on the field every snap. Keep him to where he's there, playing rotationally. Yeah, yeah. But then is again, is it worth paying a dude that t- no. that much money if he's no. going to be a rotational? No, that's what that I mean. Though way. he would be good in Philly on cheap, but. That's not definitely not going to happen. Um, like guys, like you know, what I was surprised to see. Um, I mean, not surprised, but it it kind of did surprise me, dude. Because I think this guy might retire in the next two years if he gets another concussion. Is Tua getting? Dude, his I wanted up. to bring him up. I'm glad you brought him up because when we were. <laughs> go ahead, go ahead. I I didn't. I mean, I didn't know what to expect. I mean, he's not. I'm not that high on Tua, dude. I'm not like – I mean, I I like him, don't get me wrong, but, dude, he has the weapons to where, dude, Jalen Waddle, Tyreek Hill, they can make anyone look good, dude. You know what I mean? And I forget who they picked up in free agency, but they brought another receiver in too. Um, I'm just not so high on him to where, like – like I said, dude, he's in, he's – when he, he don't know how to brace his falls, number one, and – you need, I mean, dude, he's going to be a guy that, again, when they go and extend him, I think they only picked up his player option because it's like, all right, he knows the system. He can lead us to the playoffs. This division that we have now with Burrow or uh, Allen, Rodgers, um, Mac Jones, he needs. they need quarterbacks in that division. But I, I can see Tua retire, and he – Literally said he debated retiring, dude, <laughs> during this season. You know, so one more concussion, I think he's out. Me too. I'm I'm really glad that you brought him up because I was going to bring him up. I I'm so surprised. I mean, I'm not so surprised because it seems like they really do have faith in Tua. Mm-hmm. But like you said, man, it's his head injuries. You you picked up a fifth year option on a guy that was going to contemplate retirement last year. Like you said, what I don't understand why you need to try to just make a move on one of these quarterbacks that aren't going to ask for a ton of money, or maybe start looking into one of these quarterbacks that are going to come out next year, like Caleb Williams. Yeah. You, know I mean? you got it. You have to, because two is not going to last much longer in the NFL. And I'm, and I'm really high on two when he's on the field. I think he plays really good. I think he has great vision. I think he, he has a really good arm talent. I think he's very accurate, but he's just, his head 
You know, you know what I mean? We brought up Luke Keekley earlier. He's one that retired because of head injuries. Same Andrew Locke, dude. Yeah, it's going to be the same thing for Tua, man. And it's sad to say because he really is talented. He really yeah. is. They, they took him over Jalen Hurts at Alabama. You know what I mean? They yeah. benched Hurts and took him. But um, am I saying that to smart? I, that was smart? No. But it, it's just sad to see a kid with that much talent start to go downhill with because of head injuries. And like you said, they have weapons everywhere, so he really can be great. And look at all the – the talent that they've brought in in this offseason, you know, all around, like even talking defense, Jalen Ramsey and Xavier Howard, they have in the backfield. That's going to be the best CB duo in the game. I think for sure. Um, If, if Tua can, I mean, they read, didn't they redesign the helmets or something like that this year? I I guess they're doing something like that. I was reading something about that, how they're trying to make it more safe, but dude, there's no really making it more safe. You know what I mean? Like, I mean, they're doing, like, the penalties, how you see them whipping, like, the quarterbacks down, these stupid mm-hmm. penalties. Um, I, it's just to protect their, their head and stuff like that. But, I mean, don't get me wrong, like how you said you're high on Tua. In the first half of the season last year, he was arguably – He was an MVP candidate. Yeah, he was top five MVP candidate, dude. And, I mean – Some in the people first, had him above Jalen. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, midseason. And Tyree Kill was about to – Go for 2,000 yards. If Tua did not get hurt, Tyreek Hill was going to have a 2,000-yard campaign season. And remember in the early fantasy season, too, how good Jalen Waddle was doing? They were having 200-yard games together, Tyreek Hill and Jalen Waddle. And Tua was throwing them them balls, dude. He's throwing 400 yards a game to two receivers. That's insane. It's almost unheard of, to be honest with you. And Yeah, two um, of the fastest receivers in the league on the field at the same time. Yeah, that's what I mean. Like, there's so much potential for that team, man. They could go so far. They could honestly win a Super Bowl, Miami. They could, man. If Tua can can get his – I don't want to say get his head under control because um, Mm -hmm. I don't want to, like, go into that. But he – if he can just get his injuries together – then that he'll pan out and that team will pan out and end up winning a championship within the next and five years. And dude, that division is going to be so interesting to watch this season is, I mean, dude, like I said, you have Rogers now in there and you have the bills who are a phenomenal team. They just do that towards the end of the year. They start choking. You know what I mean? They, their team moral is in, in is shit right now because how, Stefan digs all these rumors. He don't want to play there. Dude, you were kissing Josh Allen's ass. You were his best friend. And then, dude, he has one bad game. And it's like, oh, I don't want to play with him anymore. Yeah. Dude, you, got, you got locked down that game. And it was a snow game, too, in Cincy. He did you the same thing I mean? in Minnesota crying, man. Yeah. Dig. yeah, like, dude, what more do you want? Yeah, Josh Allen's a top five quarterback in the league. For sure. You know? And that's a guy – that's a guy, dude, if you're a receiver, you want a quarterback, man. Uh, I know you want Super Bowls, but, dude, you left Minnesota where Kirk Cousins was giving you over 1,000 yards, and then they brought in Jefferson, and look, it was good that they got rid of you. You know what I mean? Like, Jefferson wouldn't have panned out if Stephon Diggs – they wouldn't even have picked Jefferson up. And now they have that Jordan Addison. Yeah, like, I mean, dude, that, that's going to be – Another one, that fifth-year option got picked up. Who? Uh, Jefferson. Jefferson. And that's a no-brainer, honestly, yeah. because, I mean, yeah. the records speak for themselves. I mean, he's the best receiver in the league as well. You go from, in your first season, 1,600 to mm-hmm. – uh, or no, 1,400 to 1,600 to 1,800. You're taking 200-yard yeah. leaps every single season, bro. Like, that's yeah. insane. And, and he's – People people put down Kirk all the time. Yeah, like, how can you put down his – I mean, he is kind of a choke artist, Kirk Cousins. Oh, yeah. 
But yeah. he's also he's also a smart quarterback, man. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? He can still be good. Um, Vet- I don't veteran know. QB. Yeah, he's a veteran QB, exactly. But I do think he's in, he's one that, like how we were talking about people retiring earlier, I think he's one that ends up retiring in the next close coming years. Yeah, yeah, probably. I don't see Kirk uh, ever like really necessarily going back to being like a, a veteran backup. I see these guys to where you've been a starter the last 10 years of your career. I don't see guys like going and necessarily taking on the backup role. I, I think when his time comes to where, you know, it'll be, all right, Kirk, you're going to go and mentor this guy. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Or for a season or two and then let it roll with that. Um, dude, I don't know if you read anything about this, but about how I was saying Arizona, um, how they're supposed to tank. They're supposed to tank for Caleb Williams. Oh, yeah, you were telling me that. And, yeah, you were telling me that. And, dude, it kind of mind it blows my mind because, dude, you just paid Kyler Murray. Mm-hmm. You know, so, dude, you're going to screw yourself out if you go and pick Caleb Williams up and then you trade Murray. You're going down into de- dead cap by doing this. I mean, Caleb Williams is – I'm very high on him after seeing his highlights and reading about him at USC. This guy's another generational talent who will – he will go number one next season no matter what. Like, no matter what team's there. Yeah, I think I mean, it's inevitable. And I don't think – I think that's why he didn't declare this year is because he wouldn't he, have won number one. Yeah, no, no. And uh, I, read, one I read two, dude, about – I was looking at um, early mock drafts. Remember last episode how I was like, Houston might regret doing this trade if they end up having the first overall or second overall. So people are predicting that Arizona is going to be the first overall and Houston is their pick is going to be the second, like they're going to be the second worst team and Arizona might have the first and second pick next year. That would be crazy. Yeah, and yeah. then Houston having two and three this, this year. Yeah. It's insane. Dude. What, um, did, what did you think about, um, Brandon Ayuk's fifth-year option getting picked up. He had I, like that. I, I know you said you were surprised about that. I'm I'm not really surprised. I know that they're really high on Ayuk, and um, to pick it up for another like so you have him this season, and then you'll have him next season. And he'll become a free agent. Uh, Ayuk could go and be like a number one on teams, but he is in my eyes. I would say besides like Smith, T. Higgins, and stuff, I would say he's a top like three to like five number two receiver in the league right now. Um, but before these rookies come and play their number two, because yeah, yeah. I think that uh, um, the guy that uh, the chargers picked up and um, that uh, with Johnston and um, Minnesota with Addison, I think that these guys are going to be really good number twos in the league with having help. Like um, Johnson's going to take over soon in uh, Los Angeles when, cause dude, they are trying to get rid of Keenan Allen anyways, and yeah. Keenan Allen and Mike Williams, both of them can't stay healthy. So this guy's going to be a number one, very good pick. Um, wasn't surprised with Ayuk, uh, just because I know that they want him. They they had a choice with him or Javon Kinlaw to pick up, and Kinlaw, um, dude, he played. What do I have here? He played like he's only played twenty four games in his, in his career. Javon Kinlaw. Yeah, he, he played 10 games in the last two seasons. Yeah, he's play, he only played six games last season. He's only played 24 in his career. So I think yeah. if you're going to pick up a fifth-year option. Also, they just brought, brought in Javon Hargrave. Yeah, well, so, that's what I mean. That yeah. It was a no-brainer to 
if you're going to pick a fifth-year option up and it comes down to Javon Kinlaw and Brandon Ayuk, you're going to pick up Brandon Ayuk. Mm -hmm. So actually, now that I am thinking about that, I'm not really surprised. Yeah, and Ayuk, I think Ayuk had a thousand yards last season too. Remember when he was a rookie man and he jumped over that one Eagles player and it was like a big thing? Yeah, yeah. I think it was. Uh, I don't know if it was. I think it was Apps dude or something. Well, I, I was gonna say. I think it was. It might have been Rodney McLeod. Yeah, yeah. Rodney I do remember McLeod. that. He mm-hmm. just got picked up uh, by the Browns. I think Rodney McLeod. Yeah, very good. That's a very good veteran pickup right there. Uh, I mean, if he, like I said, I think he'll play forty to sixty percent of the snaps if he's not named the starter. But definitely a good veteran to have there. Uh, I'm. I like Rodney McLeod. He helped us win a championship when we pick, uh, traded for him from the Rams. Definitely a huge pickup. Um, I was I was kind of surprised on um, the receiver. My surprise was Jerry Judy getting picked up because, I mean, all these all these trade rumors. But, I mean, he's only going to make 12, uh, like a little under 13 mil. So you have him this year, then next year, and then he becomes a free agent. I think there's a lot of upside with Judy and – I mean, just the rumors I'll do it about these trades with them. Uh, they picked up um, a receiver in the second round, I believe, second or third round, and every all the teams were um, – Denver got a lot of calls asking, is Judy or Sutton available because you are picking up these guy, this guy. And, I mean, dude, they've been trying to trade Judy. It was big talks all this time, and I guess now they're high on him, and Russ was probably like, you know, keep this guy. He's a great route runner. One of the uh, best, very, very fast guy. He just needs he needs to be on the field a little more, um, and he just needs to be utilized as an actual number one. And I think Russ Russell Wilson it could win comeback or most improved if they they don't even have most improved. But I think Russell Wilson has a lot to show. You're making dude all this money too, and you shit the bed last season, you know. So I I'm, I wasn't surprised with the I was surprised but wasn't at the same time with Jerry Judy with only being 13 mil. I honestly yeah, I I honestly wasn't surprised though because Denver's been saying for the past couple of years that Jerry Judy is their guys. Like people have been making calls about Jerry Judy for the past like 2 years and Denver just hasn't been trading them. So like all the rumors that go around about Jerry Judy being traded, I just don't buy them because I always read about how Denver says that that's their guy. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. They don't want to get rid of Jerry Judy. But yeah. one receiver that I do think is going to get traded um, from Denver now that they brought in that rookie is KJ Hamler. Yeah. Um, yeah, I think um, he's one that's going to get traded soon. I think he's a very underrated receiver. Um, he can go to he can go to a team and be a number two and tear it up easily. Mm-hmm. Um, don't they still have Tim Patrick? Right. I don't know. Actually, I think I think they still do. I'm not 100 percent sure if they do, but I, I know, know he was hurt. I mean, he was hurt question. all last season. Yeah. So I but, mean, if they have him, he, that's another trade option or something mm-hmm. too. Yeah, even so. I don't want to pay these guys when you're paying mm-hmm. Russ and and you know you're bringing in linemen for us and you got deep defenders, bro. Like I don't see them, and they just they re-signed Justin Simmons. He's a top safety in the league. Mm-hmm. Um, they have pretty good corners. Uh, I for dude, I they have a That's lockdown. Corner. They're lockdown corner, dude. Um, Patrick Sertan. Yeah, yeah, he's a beast, dude. Arguably a top five corner in the league. I kind some I now this might be pushing it, but I sometimes I think like watching him play, I think he might be the best corner in the yeah, league. Yeah, and he's gonna he's <laughs> doing he's gonna get there too. Yeah, you know he's still yeah, on his rookie contract. So I mean, and then we seen I guess 
there was a lot of uh, basically all the left tackles besides uh, like Makai Becton from the Jets. They all got picked up. I mean, that's no-brainers, but Makai Becton, he's slimmed down 40 pounds, and now you're playing with Aaron Rodgers. Yeah. Yeah, he slimmed down 40 pounds to be more agile. So, And, I mean, he's playing with Rodgers. Yeah. Yeah. Damn. Yeah, and I one guy I wasn't surprised with their contract not or their option was um Jalen Rager, dude. You know, yeah, I mean, he's he's effort, done, dude. dude. Yeah, he yeah. he'll be playing in the XFL, dude. If not, yeah. he'll be playing with he'll be playing with Pindell in the X League soon. <laughs> Honestly, yeah, I yeah, I don't see Ray, I don't see Rager, bro, uh, panning out anywhere. I mean, let they're like they're saying too is. The only reason they didn't pick him up is because he has to get paid the same year Jefferson does. Because Philly took him over Jefferson, one pick over. Um, idiots with that, but I mean that's we missed. Hey, all I can say to Howie is you missed out on DK with um, who was the guy that, who, who was the guy that we picked up? Um, he had two last names, dude. Big bo- JJ Arcega Whiteside. Oh yeah, he's out Good of the locker. league. Yeah, he's out <laughs> of the league. Big they boy, Kyle they, yeah, they were calling for Howie's name. They're <laughs> calling for Howie's job two years. Uh, I know. And now he went and he's like, you know what, and dude? Now he's I, one of the best GMs in the league, if not he, the best GM. He owes Philly. He owes yeah. Philly for missing out on DK and Jefferson. Mm-hmm. And he's like, you know, I'll bring in AJ Brown. Yeah, I'll I was going to say, even though they did miss out on DK, you brought in AJ. And AJ is obviously better. Yeah, AJ, dude, getting him paid was the happiest thing, bro. Because now we have him; he'll be there for till he's thirty. You know what I mean? I so, love that, dude. I almost cried when I see that. You guys yeah. know I've loved him since college, dude. When I saw him getting traded to the Eagles, I almost cried. Yeah, yeah. So I mean, that's so that was so big for me. It's gonna be what. What's gonna be hard is, dude, seeing Smith walk away. Because I mean, he had uh, a great rookie season, had a great last two seasons, you know. Um, and it is hard to see him if he does end up not getting paid. But I know Philly will end up doing something in the draft or no. He's with his boys, though, man. Honestly, Smith is one that might take a team friendly. He and loves the, and, and he loves AJ Brown. But AJ's like a Howie, and you know how he do. He can go and work these contracts yeah. where it's flexible. And don't get don't be surprised if. When we pick up his fifth-year option is then when that fifth-year option comes to an end and they're like, all right, we don't know how to extend you yet, franchise tag. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So I could see I could see Smith around uh-huh. for the next couple of years, and if not, and if we do end up trading him, we're going to get a lot for him anyways. Yeah, you yeah. Know? I just um, like him a lot, man, honestly. One guy I wasn't uh, surprised with, with the pickup was C.D. Lamb. C.D. Lamb showed improvement. Uh, very, very high on him now. I mean, it sucks that we have to play him, but I mean, he's had uh, a thousand yards. He had 107 receptions, 1,300 yards last season, and nine tutties. The only year he didn't have a thousand yards, he came seven, 65 yards shy of it was his rookie year. But I mean, he's a problem. He's arguably now he proved he's a number one. But I don't know if you've seen it today. Uh, AJ Brown uh, throwing some shade over at CD. He's like, stop. oh yeah, stop comparing him. Yeah, he's it's like he played. Yeah. He's a big AJ's a big outside receiver, and CD mainly plays the slot now. Yeah, <laughs> so he goes, he goes, don't compare me to him. He plays in the slot. I paid, 
I play slot and I play outside. Like you honestly, know? don't. And now that they have, who did they get? Brandon Cooks. Yeah. yeah. Now, now CD's gonna primarily play the slot pretty yeah. much every game. Mm-hmm. Now that they have him, so and they have Gallup still too. Yeah, they still have Michael Gallup. They signed mm-hmm. him to a pretty big contract a couple yeah. years back. Uh, so which is stupid, dude. That, yeah, he's one of the most injury-prone wide receivers. Yeah. In the league. After he got hurt, dude, and and he was still in like in his injury, and they're like, all right, well. We need to re-sign him. Like, why re-sign him? Why? Like, he broke why? his leg, you know? Yeah. You drafted C.D. Lamb. Yeah. Didn't they re-sign him the same year they drafted C.D.? No, no. A year, a, year, a year after. A it year was a year after. after. I knew yeah, it was yeah. around the same time. but yeah. And that was C.D.'s breakout year was the year mm-hmm. after that he got drafted. So, why? Yeah, yeah. I mean, I think they were high on Gallup and weren't – I mean, a big body, a good number two receiver – they got rid of – I mean, dude, I would have kept Amari over Michael Gallup. I mean, in all honesty – I just Gallup think Amari was a money issue, issue, though. Yeah, no, definitely was. But, I mean, dude, you paid Gallup like 14, 15 mil a year. Mm-hmm. And, I mean, Amari, and Amari wouldn't have been too much higher, maybe 18, 17, and 19. And Amari did big things for Dallas, too, man. The entire yeah. team played for them. He was always yeah. good. Yeah, he was a pro bowler, dude. He was that. honestly you could you could say that he was better than Terry McLaurin and was the best receiver in the NFC East for a couple years. Mm-hmm. Now that we hit, I mean, the fifty minute mark, uh, I want to ask you about this. What what's your take on um, the Jordan Love extension with Green Bay? Because he he had he was supposed <laughs> to get a player option this year. Like he was one of I these did guys see that. who are a player option, but they did the one just a one year contract extension instead. So what's your What's your thought on the Jordan Love extension? I mean, uh, how many games has he played in the league? I mean, how many games has he played? One? One or two. Honestly, I think he's only played one game, I swear to God. Yeah, he came um, in last season against Philly. Yeah. The quarter when we were blowing them out. So, I I mean, I don't. I think what they're – what are they paying him, 22 mil? Yeah, 22, yeah. Um, I, I think that's a lot. For sure, for a guy that's only played half an NFL game. I mean, he might have played more, but I'm pretty sure it's no, only he, he played. He started one game against the Chiefs and he shit the bed. And then he has when he came in for Philly. And that was a one quarter. All right, so he has one game and one quarter, and you're paying him 22 million for one year. Mm-hmm. I mean, I think that number's pretty high, but he must be doing something in practice where they're like, "This is our guy." You know what I mean? So he and must be and obviously on. to go in and move on from Rogers for this. Yeah, time. I mean they they he must be tearing it up in practice. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? So yeah. I think he he might end up panning out. Who knows? Yeah. I mean, I liked him in college, Jordan Love. I mean, once he got, I was really surprised that Green Bay drafted him. But I mean, this I guess they're not on long. Yeah, it's just like the with Aaron Rodgers when they had Favre. Yeah. So yeah. I mean. I mean, Jordan Love, I mean, if it goes to the same thing as that, I mean, Brett Favre was also traded to the Jets. Aaron Rodgers, Aaron Rodgers was just traded to the Jets. So, I mean, if this literally pans out to be their third quarterback that plays phenomenal and yeah. then ends up getting traded to the Jets, I'm done watching football. I, I'm, I'm, I'm iffy about the contract extension, but also knowing the QB market and, uh, you know, how, how high they're getting paid and stuff like that. I would say this is a, a good thing. You know, you have him to where it's not just this season and he's done. You have him to a, 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 the next, I think, two or three years now. You think it's two, yeah. Yeah, so you have him You have him locked up. 
you have him one year now he can develop and then you have him for a, a next year prove it deal mm-hmm. um I mean, it's not a bad, it's not the worst thing, but again, like you said, dude, you, he only has played one game. I mean, Rodgers did, though. He talked very highly about Jordan Love. That's what I mean. Yeah, he must be showing signs in practice for sure. Yeah. And he said that he took a huge leap from his rookie year with learning to the next year. Uh, I just, I, again, I would have, I mean, you have, you drafted him in the first round for a reason. So if you would have lost him after uh, whatever, it would have looked like, damn, that pick in the first round was for nothing. So let's give him two years, see what he can do, and then move on from him. I think they need to bring in more help. But, I mean, Rodgers was high on Romeo Dobbs last season. You have – I mean, you lost Lazard to the Jets. You lost Cobb now to the Jets. Everyone from Green Bay is gone. But I'm very high on Christian Watson. I do like Christian Watson. He's fast as fu- – I like fast. Christian Watson too. Yeah, he's fast as shit, dude. Um, I mean, he had what? Four, he had four tutties in a game last season. You know, yeah. this guy is is he's a good player. Um, he's a rookie. Yeah, yeah. So, and I mean, uh, Rogers is saying Romeo Dobbs looks like uh, runs routes like Devontae Adams. So, there's a lot there with them. Uh, it could be this could be a win win for them. You know, you're not paying Rogers. Rogers is making bro like. Dude, I think they said 60 mil. That's crazy. Yeah, I think he's making like 60 mil with uh, New New York. I know it's definitely I know he's the highest paid. Yeah, I mean, how they say like Lamar's the highest paid, but Rogers' contract really is the highest paid annually. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I you mean, they just brought in Randall Cobb too, the Jets. Yeah, that's it. Yeah, I mean they're bringing everyone over. What's Randall Cobb gonna really do though? Nothing. I mean, you have, not with that wide receiver room. No, you have dude, you have Lazard, you have uh McCole Hardman, you have Corey Davis, you know, you have Lazard, you have all these guys, dude. Cor- uh, um and now you have Cobb. What really is Cobb going to do? And I you think know? he's like 34. He might be yeah, like 33 or 32, but I'm yeah, pretty he, sure I he's like 34. 32. I think he's 32 or 33. Uh, this this pick with Rodgers this was a Rodgers bringing a Rodgers guy. You know what I mean? Have yeah. Rodgers comfortable. They, they, they brought in Lazard, though, so why? Well, Lazard went there before any speculation with Rodgers. That was yeah, – he was trying the first or second day of free agency, but, I mean, that's – But there was all yeah. those talks of Rodgers mm-hmm. coming to the Jets when they brought in Lazard, so yeah. they were – I think a lot of people knew that the trade with the Jets was going to happen a long time before it happened. Mm-hmm. If you go back, man, a couple episodes, we were talking about that Rogers trade two months yeah. ago, and it yeah. just happened. Yeah, um, yeah, I definitely. I mean, I like this pick. You know, they did ask him on on the thing there uh, at his press conference. They're like, you know, well, what is it? And he's like, listen, I told Green Bay, I'm either either trade me to the Jets or I'm just gonna retire. And then the Jets had a talk with him, and they're like, well, how many seasons? are you definitely going to give us? And he's like, you know, I'll give you at, at minimum two seasons. So he did because the Jets asked him, listen, you're not going to come after this season and go in, into a retreat and think you're going to retire. And he told him, no, it's not like that. I'm here to play for you. And it's that's that. Good. You know, these effing trucks outside. Dude. I know. You Same know? thing with me, dude. Dogs barking all day. Yeah, man. I, I, live on a, I live on a highway here. <laughs> sport. But um, going off of that, I have then, um, you know, the Ravens sign and Rockison. I like that with Marcus Peters getting up there in age. Or no, Marcus Peters is still a free agent, so this is a good pickup 
getting a younger guy. He's only 26 with Marlon Humphrey, and he was by far the uh, Raiders' number one corner last year. So I like this pick Rocky. up the Ravens. You're talking about Rocky Sin? Yeah, yeah. yeah. And then um, I have the Chiefs. The Chiefs signed because you know how they lost Orlando Brown? To, yeah, uh, yeah. You know, he fumbled the bag, man. He lost like 25 mil by not re-signing with the Chiefs. But they signed Donovan Smith to a one-year nine mil do- deal. Dude, the guy led the league in holding last year with the Bucks. Tom Brady hated the guy. And now look at him. I mean, dude, he's going to be – he's he's literally going to hold the Chiefs back. <laughs> You know, but um, ending on this note, uh, Ruggs pled guilty. People are saying, you know, he if he gets out in three years, he could make a comeback to the NFL. I could see it, but you're not necessarily, dude, working out all the time in prison. You know, I wonder what he's looking like nowadays, man. Yeah, yeah. I mean, he's gonna serve three to ten years. It's not a shame. He deserves it, dude. He killed somebody, but. It's just crazy to think, man. Um, I was pretty high on Ruggs when he was coming out of Alabama, for sure. Um, I thought he was going to be a, a little bit better than he was in the league, but he was always that speedy guy mm-hmm. that could get down the field very quick. You know what I mean? He yeah. was just always that that target that if Derek – it was reliable down the field. If Derek Carr needed him to be open downfield, he was that guy that had the speed on that team to get open mm-hmm. downfield. Yeah, yeah. But it's a shame to see NFL players pan out like that when they're young. Man, this guy – this kid's going to do 3-10 to 10. – um, like you said, if he gets out in three years, maybe we'll see him make a comeback. Yeah. Um, but you know, and and Saban, dude, he had a bit, a long talk, and he was like to his players, he's like, you know, there was a guy who never had no problems here in Alabama in our uh, organization, and he's like, you know, all it took was him him and his buddies drinking, and you know, would he have been mad if someone took his keys? He's like, probably. He's like, but would he have been better off where he is now? Or there, and he's like, you know, so I get he regrets every day that he done that, and he really cost himself a lot of money in the league, and he ultimately cost himself a career. 100%. You know, like he'll never even get a he'll never even be able to get a regular job because of the felonies yeah. and stuff. Yeah, never. You know, and then uh, we got you know Jackson Mahomes doing all this <laughs> stuff. Kansas City, Brett Veach, you better tell him to stay away. Yeah. Honestly, dude, you better stop having him making them TikToks on the sidelines, man, because this this kid's no good, dude. I mean I really hope he goes and does jail time, dude, because who he is he he really thinks, bro, because he's Pat Mahomes' brother, dude. Like he's literally the shit that he's like untouchable. It blows my mind. Yeah. And I mean, dude, he's a piece of he had all these like whatever. Everyone's like, oh, he might be what so and so, and he had to go and prove it by going and grabbing a girl like that and making out with her and then arguing with the uh, owner and stuff. And did you see what Mahomes' wife was saying, like telling people to lay off him and he's just trying to live his life? How is that just trying to live your life, man? Yeah, yeah, yeah. that girl didn't ask you to kiss her, dude. Yeah, and, and his brother, man. Pat is probably so embarrassed right yeah. now. Honestly. Yeah, yeah. This is the face of the NFL we're talking about, right? Patrick yeah. Mahomes. His brother's acting like this, man. Yeah, I'm, and that's just a distraction. And it's yeah. like, dude. They told that uh, before we wrap up, the Kansas City Chiefs told them they're like, "Yo, uh, that's why no one's seen Mah- Jackson Mahomes on TikTok last season until the playoffs." Is they're like, "Dude, you got to keep him away," and they did, you know. But um, we'll wrap it up with that. Thank you for tuning in to episode eighteen or twenty. I mean, of the fade, All and right, we'll man. hope to see you soon.